Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. job I checked there. Very good job we, you checked. We started, but I hadn't, I hadn't actually pressed record. See how difficult it is, you know, producing this podcast. That yeah, I've but got we do a, it ourselves. I've got to press a button twice. That's no, how hard it is. But the, what people don't understand is mm. we're, we are a one-man job, and that is because we want to be able to record our podcast. Or, can when... I correct you? We're a one-person job. Yeah? Yeah. Great. God. Yes, we're a one-person job. Yes. Like, we do this, right? Yes. All of it. Yes. And like, sometimes I regret that because I want to look like, <laughs> I know I keep wagging on about it, but I want to be on video. Yes. I want people to watch it. Yeah, well, we, we, I promise we'll sort that out at some point. We'll start filming it and put it on YouTube. But at the same time... Just put a camera over there. We need to buy a camera. With at the back. same time... Mm, yeah. I like to be able to record it whenever I want, wherever I want. I like, I don't want somebody to tell us... You've got to be here at such and such time because it would turn into an inconvenience. And I love it so much because it's so convenient. It's easy to do. And the other problem is once you start videoing it, you've got to then sync up the audio. And if you want to edit anything out of it, like you say something deeply inappropriate. Which I do every week. We have to edit video and audio at the same time and also and the audio's separate it's just like it's a full-time job i won't be able to sneakily lick your face no you won't mm. um i've put lots of moisturizer on today um so you don't want so to lick is it that today. to prevent me from doing that? no no it's just that i look so old and haggard today i look, ter- I look Can in I terrible say, you state are today. so funny you are so funny oh, because yeah. I saw you this morning mm. on Marco Polo, which yeah. we've recommended before. I like good on Marco Polo. Uh, and I and I saw you on FaceTime, mm-hmm. and I absolutely you took my breath away. But not right now. Yes, right in the now. Flesh. Yes, but I don't want to wang on about it too okay. much on the podcast because yeah. you know I'm I'm not in good shape today, folks. Well, I'll take a picture later. You can see. Yeah, you can see that he's a yeah. big fat liar. Um, so anyway, yeah. less less of the fat. <laughs> So I was, um, mm. I went to a place twice in the space of two weeks the other day that I'd never been to before in London. Yeah. An area. And I thought, this is a sign. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of this before. I think Gordon Ramsay's quite famous for his big kind of central London restaurants. Yep. Claridge's. Yeah. But, but I'd never heard of a place called The Narrow. Mm-hmm. Have you? No, Never. I, I sent you a picture, didn't I? Or Marco Polo, or I maybe even FaceTimed you from there. I it was the so. most extraordinary day, beautiful mm-hmm. weather. It's on the river. Mm-hmm. It's it's on a kind of curve of the river. So mm-hmm. you've got literally a 180 degree view nice. of the yep. river. But it's a sort of pub, but the best pub food you've ever tasted in your life. I mean, it's our dream come true. Is it? Pub food, but Gordon Ramsay pub food. Ham, egg and chips? Um, ham, egg and chips. We'll see. We'll have a look at the menu. I don't think it's ham, egg and chips. It's a classic pub pub dinner. Yes. 
It's my but, yeah. um, it's things like soup, uh, ravioli, squid you love I with love coriander squid. mayo, lime and coriander mayo. Um, chicken. chicken wings. Oh, I love chicken wings. Beef brisket, wings. tuna tartare. And then that. Caesar salad, roasted cauliflower, beer battered fish and chips, mushy peas. Yep. Saddleback pork belly, okay. apple puree and red wine sauce, butter chicken, cashew mm. nuts, curry, roasted cod and crushed potatoes. But I am telling you, and from the grill you can get beef burger with jack cheese, sriracha mayo. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Okay. But when, when I'm reading I mean, this, mm-hmm. this is Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Like... Next level. It's next level of all of these things. But it's the setting, it, it's the venue that is so beautiful. But they also do a private dining and events, mm-hmm. which I really, really like the look of. So you can have a Sunday roast um, and they have this kind of party room that you can book, which is, which is absolutely gorgeous. Um, but if you host your roast, you get eight to 18 guests and you can go into the private dining room with the waterfront views mm-hmm. and basically you kind of host your own roast from... Oh, uh, from there yeah. so it's like a feast basically beef pork, beef, pork or chicken Yorkshire puds everything um, it's £40 per guest yep which for a Gordon Ramsay restaurant again yeah, yeah it's not bad is it you know yeah. it's expensive yeah, but yeah. you're getting you're getting the a view roast is and massive the yeah and, and it's three food. courses yep. um, and it's a minimum of eight guests but if you want to celebrate a family birthday or a, a birthday a or birthday like yeah, yeah. Well, I was actually looking at it for that but I can't what mm-hmm um, Ramsey, I, don't, I haven't seen Ramsey do anything for ages. No, really. um, I think he's doing a lot in America. Is he? Yeah, he's huge uh, in the States. He? He's you'd, at- I think you'd reach a point where you would just go, I don't need to do this anymore. I'm just going to take it easy now. But I think he, his, like many famous people, their self-esteem is their work. Yeah, without and it. You stop your work and who are you? Yeah, yeah, you are what you act out, right? Yes. Okay. What you am are I? What you act out. Yeah. You're, what are you? A hairdresser. Lovely. <laughs> Very good. Um, well, but it's, I'm going to give the details. Yes. It's called The Narrow. It's on 44 Narrow Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and the telephone, no, I'm not going to put the telephone number. But it's really, really good. Okay. Um, I and, can't recommend it oh, high enough. Oh, what's the website? Oh, I've lost it. No, just Keep... click that back arrow. Oh. You should find it. Oh. I think. Um, no, no. you've drifted right off, I've, I've uh, off it. area. It's called the Narrow. It's called the Narrow. Yeah. Um, very good. I like new places to eat. Yeah, and like it's, that. I mean, it's genuinely, absolutely mm. freaking delicious. And um, I went, to, I'm trying to remember the last time. I think I went to Ramsey when he was at the Savoy Bar and Grill. Mm. With a seven-course taster menu. Wow. It was really good. Do you know what we haven't talked about? Yes, I do. That place. Small holding. Yeah. Save it for next week. Okay. Because um, that would be a great one to, to talk about. Um, Joel put me onto this account. Joel's my youngest son. He yeah. He put me onto this Instagram account. I don't know what you would call that. What's that? How would you say that? Voso. Voso dot Voso, which is V-O-C-E-U-X dot, and then the same again. It's got 461,000 followers. It's only following 77, though, the ratio of that. Is but it could be Voco, because if it's about, about vocoders. Yeah, it's about voices. Um, Voc- is that a French? Voca? Looks like French to me, and you are It's French. a made-up word, I think. Is it? It's a made-up word. Mm. Anyway, what it is, an Instagram account where essentially they've removed all of the music and just leave the vocals on loads of things. Live performances, wow. though. It's really good. So let's have a listen to Prince. 
Get on top, cream up. You will cut cream. It's quite funny, Don't isn't it? You stop, cream, sugar, so it's removed this all the music essentially from it. But oh, is, that, uh, is that the boobly? Honestly, <laughs> he is. Wait, leave it, leave it. Yeah, okay. Oh God! Yeah. Wait, wait for it. Here it comes. Well, it's new done. It's a new day. It's a new life for me. He's amazing. <laughs> he. I'm a feeling good. Oh, <laughs> he is. But it's fascinating that when you remove the music and you just hear. The voice. But do you know That's what really... I never understood when yeah. I was younger? Yeah. I Because singing teachers always used to say mm-hmm. it's about the phrasing. And I always used to yeah. think, I don't understand what you mean, what you by, mean by the by phrasing. Yes. But when you breathe in a certain way, a mm-hmm. word will come out with the emphasis in different places. Yes. And the thing that Michael Bublé does that mm. nobody well, very few people do, yes. is the accent of his breath yes. hits a spot where you're just like, oh, wow. Like, did you see how we both looked at each other? Yeah, yeah. His mm-hmm. phrasing mm-hmm. is extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. And it it's all to do with breath. Yeah. But there is tons of them on here. Uh, there's Annie Lennox in there and John Lennon. And oh, wow. Um, old school. Yeah, there's some old school in there. And uh, listen, Marvin Gaye. It's brilliant. <laughs> so good, isn't it? Oh, God. No auto-tune needed. No. So I absolutely love this account. I just can't stop really... I go through. Oh, sorry. Ooh, let me turn it. Um, it's just really good. So I sometimes get into bed at night and just go through it. There's Michael Jackson in there. Um, who's that? Teddy Pendergrass. It's oh a great God! One. Nash. How many followers does it have? Uh, Four hundred odd thousand. So, wow! Yeah, it's really a, good. I love niche Instagram oh, accounts. Me too. <gasps> Luther. Oh, look how slim. Mm-hmm. Even when there's no one. Oh my god, he looks so young there. Oh no, he's great, wasn't he, Luther? But I <laughs> He had it. Phrasing. Uh, oh, mate, amazing. You know he was one of David Bowie's backing singers yeah. before he became famous. But backing singers, there are a few backing singers that have come through that mm. really were extraordinary. Yeah. Sheryl Crow was amazing. Yes. Um... um she was Michael Jackson's guitarist yeah. and back in singing for a long time. There's a really good film, I don't know if you've seen it, called 20 Feet from Stardom, which is just about a documentary about the world's greatest backing singers mm. that never made it, essentially. Mm. Um, Bruce Springsteen, the Rolling Stones, Michael mm. Jackson, they're all in there. They're absolutely brilliant. I love this idea that you're 
you know, 20 feet away from making but it. But some people don't want to. No, I think they realise that it comes at mm. a heavy price being, you know, globally mm. famous. And, actually, and that you still get all the fun of the road and touring yeah, yeah. And, but, um, and singing, which is obviously the love. Anyway, we think it's called Vosu. 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 V-O-C-E-U-X dot. And then the same word again. Wow. Um, but it's a really good, uh, 461,000 followers, 191 posts. That is amazing. But I think it's new technology that's come about where you can now take a song and remove Strip everything it. from it. Yeah. Mm. But did you read what Kanye West had done with his latest album, that he launched it on a platform that he owns? Um and it, the platform is something where you can take the music and remix it. it for your mm. own desire. So, mm. But he owns the platform and he only released his last album, apparently, this is, someone told me this, on that platform. It's the mm-hmm. only place you could get it. Mm. And then you could change the beats and the temples and remove bits from it and put other bits into it and all the rest of it. So wow. essentially rearrange his music. Because I did wonder what's the future of music. Like, mm. is it does it just stay like this forever or... Does something come along that literally transforms the way we either consume music or the way it's made or whatever? But that sounds like a really interesting idea. I think the only problem with that is mm. that you'll mess it up. Yeah, you could make it worse, right? Yeah. Or you could make it better. Yeah. Kanye I mean, West has gone mad, right? Have you read all this stuff that's going on in the newspapers with him and Pete... What's Pete he called? Davidson. Pete Donaldson, I want to call him. No caller ID. Spam, I reckon. That can um, go. Um, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? They've all gone mad, them lot. It's, well, not all of them. I think it's just him. Kanye's very jealous. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's not, it's really frightening. He's yeah. been banned um, from Instagram for bullying. Has he? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, it's probably just about right. Very good. Did you did you like that Instagram account? I really, I really would. liked yeah, it yeah, a lot. And yeah, I, yeah. I like the idea that you can just go on and just watch a quick bit and really be blown away by mm, somebody that yeah. you haven't maybe seen for a long time. Um, or, I'm very much enjoying it. It's very that. good. Yeah. I want to talk about somebody that I found on Instagram. Now, I am quite wary of a lot of these kind of new doctors mm-hmm. or mind yeah. coaches or because I always think oh how experienced are you how good are you you are actually out on a social platform providing advice and care to people sometimes vulnerable people and I'm always quite careful about these things mm-hmm. but I started reading yeah Dr. Julie Smith's post on posts on Instagram mm-hmm. and they are um really so simple and easy to follow and I thought actually these are really good I really like her a lot so she's I've written a book called why has nobody told me this before Mm -hmm. she's a clinical psychologist and she does things like 10 minute guided mindfulness meditations how to support someone with depression um, beating a low mood and depression seven tips I love these it's funny with modern Mm-hmm. social media how everybody's obsessed with not making it five or ten. Oh, so seven 11 helpful ways oh, to buy okay. a car. have you noticed uh, that i haven't now noticed that, that you've, no, now you, that i've told you that, yeah. it's going to drive you absolutely I, i'm going to do like six and a half tips of how to get your hair looking shiny yeah that six and a half yeah what's the half um i'll, I'll just give you half the tip you have to make up the rest <gasps> oh god that's Quite, very like kind yeah that's very kind exactly yeah um so she calls herself an online educator, mm-hmm. which I, I think is true. She's mm-hmm. a vlogger. She's got a private practice in Hampshire. 
often people are a bit like, well, you've got a private practice. Yeah. You know, you can't tell anybody. But she is out there giving away free help yeah, and yeah, advice good, yeah. online. Mm-hmm. So I think if you are going to have a private practice, then at least share some of your wealth yes, of knowledge absolutely. with for the greater good yeah, yeah. online, which is really good. And she is really doing that. And you mm-hmm. could say, oh, she's doing that to sell a book. But I think I can tell from... She's got a gift of clarifying and making something look easy. So she was talking about self-care mm-hmm. and about how, you know, somebody says when you're depressed, you know, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to look after yourself. You just want to lie in bed and yeah. be depressed. And she said, you know, and people tell you to kind of self-care, but it's like you don't want to do that. So how do you, how do, you do that? But just remember that a self, an act of self-care could be something as small as drawing your curtains and letting the sun come in Mm -hmm. you draw the curtains and then she gets a pipette of purple color and she's got a huge jug of clear water Mm. she says and that is an act of Ah, self-care and then the next day you cook yourself something from scratch doesn't have to be big could be scrambled eggs i mean i'm making these up yeah yes and then she puts another pipette of color but by the end of the week the clear water had gone purple ah okay with all these acts of self-love and it's like Oh yeah, it's only one little thing at a time. Mm-hmm. One, one day at a time. Just do a little tiny weeny thing. It, otherwise, if you think about, you know, I've got to love myself better. Yes. It's too, it's, it's too, too much, big a mountain yeah, no, to no. climb, right? Anyway, I th- she's she's good. I really really like her. She's called Dr. Julie Smith. Um, you can find her on Instagram. She is Dr. Julie on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on this morning. Um, I also really like her Instagram page. It's extremely clear mm-hmm. and she uses lots of kind of gimmicks and gadgets like apples and biscuits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she does a lot of stuff on TikTok as well, which I always think is very concise. You have to be very concise if you're going to talk about something on TikTok. Yes, okay. With a lot of words on yeah. the screen, which are nice to read. Mm-hmm. She's extremely reassuring and I really like her a lot. And she's called Dr. Julie. Dr. Julie on Insta, yeah. Very good. Yes, interesting, that idea that um, a lot of people really struggle with moving forward in life because they set goals that are so big that yeah, you can't too much. achieve them. I mean, I'm and always... And then you spiral downwards because you're not achieving anything. And you don't feel good about yourself. And you actually yourself. just need to make yourself 1% better. Yes. And if you do that for... 10 days, you're 10% better. Yes. You know, it's tiny little increments are you know, much more valuable than one giant in- increment. You know. You're know, you talking about that because I've really mm. been beating myself up recently about mm. being fit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if anybody's like looked at my Instagram page in the last <laughs> four mm-hmm. months, but I haven't posted much fitness stuff mm-hmm. on there because after I did my ankle in, I've really struggled. Mm. And I'm still struggling. I mean, obviously, with Dad dying and everything, I'm still struggling to come back. Yeah. Well, and I, I did go to the gym today, but I'm doing something for Own Your Goals a week on Friday. Yeah. And I'm very motivated to try and build up some of my strength in the next 10 days. But I'm only doing it for that. Okay. But I guess that is a goal. Yes. Then so you, you just need to set yourself that. a goal uh-huh. with a friend that mm. you have to do it for. But it and only it, needs it to be... It doesn't need to be a marathon. Massive. No, it doesn't. It, it just needs, needs to be... be like finish a class. Yes. It just needs to be, what is it they say, like just slightly outside of your level of competence mm-hmm. or, or energy or whatever it is, just slightly outside of it. And it's it's a win. Mm. And it makes a big difference that we reduce the scale of the goal. Mm. You're far more likely to achieve it, obviously, but you're far more likely to go on to do others as well. 
That is interesting how I know exercise helps my head. My God, I did the same. I ran 5K on, on Saturday. And I haven't done that for a while, but wow, what a difference. Yeah. It's God. I mean, I, um, don't, I don't want to do it again. No. But, but, um, also, Dr. Julie, on her, on her website, mm. Dr. Julie Smith, at the end has sort of said Great. she does not provide crisis support mm-hmm. service so that's good to know but she does provide on there yeah. the telephone number for the Samaritans and the telephone number for um, Childline child so if you you know have yeah, yeah. There Sorry, and I, you are in crisis you can <laughs> you said uh, she doesn't provide crisis support and I went yeah great but I was actually saying yeah great because I saw the Samaritans and yes. the Childline number on the thing there which yeah, you were not really good yeah I wasn't saying great yeah. <laughs> Oh, great. She doesn't give crisis support. Yeah, too much of that out there for me. Um, yeah, but Dr. those two Ju- numbers Dr. are really... Com. Yeah, they're important, yeah, aren't they? really important, yeah. Okay, I want to talk about um, Dawn French uh, because I've been working with Dawn French quite mm-hmm. a bit recently and do this about every, twice a year. She's normally got something going on. You know, she's brought out a book or she's got a new TV mm. show or something like that. So we do, like, some publicity for it and I get mm. to see her quite a lot. And she's great. She's one of my favourite, favourite people. I mean, I can't tell you what she like. She is amazing. She's the funniest thing yeah. that you've And the kindest, met. loveliest. Yes. Just, she's everything absolutely. you want Dawn French to be. And it's an absolute treat and a pleasure to be in her company and do her hair and chat to her and all the rest of it. But she is going on tour. So I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But what, what, what's interesting about the position that I hold being a hairdresser to various famous people or creative people or celebrities or whatever is that whatever's going on for them, mm. then as I do the hair, they talk it through a lot. So you do this quite a lot, is that you talk about the menopause a lot because you are formulating all your ideas around the menopause. Mm. And the only way you can do that is to talk. And I mm. spend a lot of time with you. So as I'm doing your hair or whatever, you'll say, guess what I learned today about the menopause? Mm. Guess what I learned about it? Or I found out this thing. Or did you know this? Or did mm. you know that? Mm. And one of the things is you're telling me information. But the other thing is you are formulating that information mm. in your brain because you and know you're going to give it. Yeah, well, that's exactly mm. what I mean. You want to formulate an opinion. Do I agree with it? Do I disagree with it? Mm. How would I talk about it? What do I say if I'm challenged mm. about it? What's interesting is that when I work with a comedian or somebody or a performer, they'll often try rehearse their performance mm on you as they're doing your their hair so dawn's going on this thing uh, on a show and it's called dawn french is a huge twat that's what the show is called so she's telling us stories of all the times she has made a complete twat of herself so i'm not doing her hair and she's rehearsing the show but it comes out naturally you know she'll say you never guess what i did this thing once where blah 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 and me and Charlie Duffy, the makeup artist, have basically just rolled about laughing. Really? Non-stop, really, every time we've done a hair, which has been about five or six times recently. And it's all... For her, it's just, it's just conversation, but it actually is, is formulating the show. So you, you almost get a preview of everything that's going to happen. And I guess that's what I wanted to talk about, is the tickets have gone on sale for this show. So it's all... Dawn French is a huge twat. And it's a UK tour. It's a UK tour. So I'll give you the dates in just a minute and where it's going. But it starts in September... And uh, the little press release that I got her PR to send me, because I did want to kind of accurately uh, talk about it, was this show is named so because, unfortunately, 
it's horribly accurate. There have been far too many times that I've made a stupid mistake or misunderstood something vital or jumped the gun in a spectacular display of twattery. <laughs> I thought I might tell of some of these buttock-clenching, embarrassing stories to give the audience a peek behind the scenes of my work life. So, it's going to be great. While I've been doing hair, she said, oh my God, you never guessed this time I did this, or oh my God, you never believed this thing when I said this to this person. And it has been absolutely brilliant. And I thought, oh my God, I can't wait to go and see mm. how all these conversations that we've mm, had, I guess. She's going to weave them. Uh, will be formulated into a kind mm. of a narrative structure and a, and a show and all the rest of it. But um, there was a moment in, in the dressing room at Graham Norton the other day where I couldn't get off the floor. <laughs> Because I, I was laughing so hard at her telling the story of, of a party she went to dressed as something. And, oh, God almighty, it absolutely floored me. So I did want to say to people, I don't know if it's sold out or what, but it starts in September. The tickets are on sale now. Um, I'm trying to think where you would get them from. Oh, dawnfrenchontour.com is where you get them from. But uh, Peterborough, Oxford, Leicester, Stoke, Sheffield, Blackburn, King George's Hall. That, that is fantastic venue the Blackburn King George's Hall is it I saw Paul Weller there in 1992 and became a lifelong fan ever since but it was such a great venue and such a great show it's brilliant so Bradford uh, Northampton Aylesbury Portsmouth Cambridge South End Cliffs Pavilion which is great uh, Plymouth oh Eastbourne Torquay, that's where we'd go I was going to say what what Eastbourne. is closest how far away is Eastbourne from, um, uh, an hour an hour great so that's the 14th of October should we try and get yep, tickets for that yeah that's birthday okay good and then Ipswich uh, and Woking. So I believe it's going on a little national tour like this. And if it does well, it'll end up in a London theatre somewhere, I think, doing oh, a run and, and running something a bit longer. But please go and follow Dawn on Instagram at Dawn R French or Dawn underscore French on Twitter um, and go and get some tickets to this show because I think it will be brilliant. She is so funny, just naturally yeah. very, very and funny and a joy to go and see. The nation's favourite. Yeah, yeah. Is she a Dane? No, I Why don't think not? she is. We talked about this recently because... Dame Dawn French. It sounds amazing. Maybe she... No, I don't think she is. No, we'd know if she was. And she couldn't get one without Jennifer. They'd have, no. to, get, they'd have to do a double dame, a dame double. Dame Dawn and Jen. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. They deserve it. I could be right. Maybe they have got an MBA or an OBE. Google it, people. Let us know. Um, but yes, go and have a look at that. DawnFrenchOnTour.com. I couldn't recommend it enough. I think it's going to be brilliant. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm just going to do a very quick one now, mm -hmm. um, which is around um, health and vitality. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing some work for the menopause documentary 
and I interviewed a couple of neuroscientists and mm-hmm. she talked about one of the neuroscientists talked about ways that we can look after our brains and we've known for a long time via Dr. Mm-hmm. Megan Rossi and Tim Spector about the gut brain access and how it is important what we eat and we are what we eat mm-hmm. um, and in this chat we um, discussed what was the best diet for the brain. Mm-hmm. And she said the Mediterranean diet. Mm. And I, I was yeah. like, well, what is that? And it's so interesting that... Sangria? Um, it, unfortunately, not that part of it. Okay. But it does help prevent heart disease and strokes. Okay. The Mediterranean diet, mm-hmm. which is interesting because there's it's quite oily, lots of olive oil... But whole grains, vegetables, legumes, fruits, nuts, seeds, herbs and spices are the foundation and olive oil is the main source of added fat. Fish, and it's interesting because olive oil we were told not to cook with for ages. You can't get olive oil hot. That's not true. Mm-hmm. It's um, got the, a lower burning point. Yes, think, but it's, it? it doesn't matter if it burns. Yeah. Like okay. it's, um, That's not true. Um, fish, seafood, dairy, poultry are included in moderation. Mm-hmm. Um, red meat uh, and sweets are eaten only occasionally. Okay. So it's not a, what I would call like a French diet because the French love meat. Yes, beef as well. Um, and beef. Well, yes. all meat. Red meat. They okay. love all meat. Okay, yeah, they do, um, don't they? But so it's actually not vegetarian or vegan, but it is less mm-hmm. meat mm-hmm. and poultry. But I just thought that was interesting, that yes. the Mediterranean diet of just legumes and, le- like, more fish. More fish. Um, well, I'm no, not, um, in moderation. What I don't like is when they'd say a, a side of Mediterranean vegetables. I don't want that. I what do you like mean? That. Well, it's normally things like um, peppers and, and stuff that's been roasted, like roasted Mediterranean vegetables. Whenever I see that on the menu, I think, don't give me that. Why, why don't you like it? I just don't like it. I don't know. There's something about the flavour of it or something I'm not mad keen on. Um, so if you said to me, we're going to go to a Mediterranean restaurant tonight. I'd You'd say, slightly go, oh no, let's not. go to a different restaurant. Yeah. Is that just because you don't like ratatouille? I don't like ratatouille. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Is that Mediterranean? Yeah. I just thought ratatouille was German. No. <laughs> I think it's um, I think it's French. Okay. I'm going uh, to have to build meals up. around vegetable beans and whole grains. Yeah. But you don't massively like whole grains like lentils and things like that. Yeah, they're all, yeah, they're all right. I, I mean what's annoying them. is that mm. you have just been to the doctor and you are the fittest man on the planet. And I look terrible you diet. eat deep fried food. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry about that. It's very annoying. I'm um, I'm literally like I'm not perfect and I've become a lot less perfect. You're pretty perfect. Since we've been going out but mm. i um have high cholesterol which is unfair i've got high cholesterol as well she said but it was yeah, but yours all, is good. all, all good <laughs> mine isn't all good some of mine is yeah. bad um i came home last night quite late but joel my youngest son said can we watch a movie and i said yes send me an option of three movies to watch and let's choose one he sent me no country for old men which mm. i'd watched recently with sonny and i'm sure i've talked about on this podcast I thought, well, let's not watch that because I've already talked about it. <laughs> Next one he sent me was Fight Club. I've never really liked Fight Club. No. I never thought it was a, that great a film. He gets 8.6 on IMDb, and I think it's largely overrated. And the big twist thing at the end, for me, was just like, no, rubbish. I'm not having that. Don't, no. I don't feel like that at all about no. the movie. Then he said, what about The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? The new oh, one with Ben Stiller. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, it's, you'd seen it before, right? I'd seen it about... 
eight years ago it's or something like that when it came out. It's a great film. But I'd forgotten about it, yeah. And I said, can we watch that? And he said, yes, great. And I said, have you seen it? He said, no. I said, Brill, we went home. He'd had Nando's and there was some left over. So I had a little nibble on that, which was very nice. Uh, and I'd had a five gas for me too. So I got it <laughs> <laughs> a right old oh, state. Oh, God. I had two bags of crisps no, as well. Stop. I had, oh, no, uh, no. I had a bag of salt and I'm shake. I'm not advocating this on no, this no, podcast. No, no, but, you know, I, I, I'm saying... To counter your point about the Mediterranean diet, the crisp diet, I believe, I'm led to believe, is really good because it tastes brilliant. Salt and shake are the greatest crisps I've ever had. I love Walker's salt and shake. It used to be Smith's. Remember that? It was Smith's salt and shake. Sometimes you struggle finding the packet, though, don't you? I find, I find a little blue packet. And sometimes a little bit of grease has got in and made all the salt sticky so you can't get it out of the little blue bag either. But if you get a good bag with a good blue bag and you can empty all the salt into the crisps or I don't know what kind of salt they use in the crisps because it's unlike any other salt I've ever seen or tasted before in so my life it's like your dad yeah yeah it's like whoa this salt <clears throat> but I tell you the salt in a bag of salt and shake it's like little boulders of salt they're not like grains they're like a different kind of thing altogether oh they're so nice go and get yourself a six pack of salt and shake from the grocery store and tell me everybody what you think Anyway, I had that and some Worcester sauce French fries in Worcester sauce flavour, which you can't get anywhere other than Wilco's. You know that? I, I'm still revelling at the fact that you had a Five Guys and a Nando's and crisps in yeah, one day no. and your good cholesterol is high. I know, what I'm the fuck? No, no, it's got nothing to do with anything other than genes, it would seem. You know, like, I don't know. I can't answer I can't. Questions. I'm struggling to be happy for you at the moment. Okay. So anyway, we watched yeah. the, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. It's on Amazon and all the other usual places... I think we had to buy it at £3.49 or something like that. That's oh, yeah. Ben Stiller. He works for Life magazine. And there's a very famous photographer who takes all the great pictures. But he's a mysterious guy played by Sean Penn. So he's good. He's arguably the most handsome, charismatic super actor in the world, I think, Sean Penn. Really? I think if I was going to be any actor, I'd want to be Sean Penn. No. Yeah. What? Where's he's that so come cool. from? I don't know. I just always think... You've oh. seen Milk. No, I haven't seen what? Milk. What? Oh, yeah. I know. Oh my God, you're going to freak. It's yeah. so good. He's so good in it. Okay, well, he's so good in everything. I, I just really, really like him. And he's just one of those people who just doesn't overdo it anywhere. I mean, you barely see him, right? He's only in like one film every five years or something like that. But he just looks so great. And I think, oh God, I wish I was Sean Penn. I don't ever think I wish I was... Robert De Niro or something mm. like that, you know. Mm. He's my guy. So anyway, um, Sean Penn, and he's uh, taken a picture, which is for the final ever mm. printed version of Life magazine, because it's mm. going to go online. Um, and he sends uh, Walter Mitty, uh, Ben Stiller, a roll of negatives to print, because he shoots on film. And he said that the, the final picture is, is picture 25, and picture 25 is missing from the roll. And he has to either go and find the picture or find Sean Penn. And that forces Walter Mitty on the journey of his life. And he's a safe guy. Yeah, he's a very safe, conservative guy. His dad dies, I think, when he's about 17. It just shuts him down, I think. It's a wonderful film about life and love and kind of getting out there and doing something special or interesting or adventurous or whatever. Mm. But I absolutely loved it. And uh, me and Joel uh, watched it and beamed all the way through it. Um, Sonny should watch it, really, I think. Um, but it's great. It's really lovely. Like, I, I'm quite I'm quite keen to watch it myself, actually. Yeah, Chester won't have seen it, I no. don't think. It came out in 2013. He'd love it. It's his film, really. Mm. All the time I was watching it, I was thinking, Chester's got to see this. Mm. You know, it's such a good movie for, for a young boy to mm. see, I think. 
But it's, oh, it's just it loads it. of great funny bits in it as well. I mean, he's very good, Ben Stiller. I get him mixed up quite a lot with like two or three other comedy actors, but um, he's very unique and individual. He's not like Well, because else. I think he plays straight much better than most comedy yeah. actors. Who's the other guy? Who's Adam in? Sandler. Adam Sandler. I get mixed up with Adam Sandler, but Adam not because Sandler's the... become. I mean, Adam Sandler, in Men, Women, and Children, which is another amazing <sighs> film. It's a great. He's film, so actually. good in that. Yeah. Not funny at all, and he's he's extraordinary. Mm. I think in that film. Did you, did you see him in the kind of recent film that was on Netflix no. called? I can't remember something about diamonds. Yes, or it was like a heist or... thing. Or oh god, it was frustratingly tense and very very stressful I wouldn't yeah. necessarily watch it somebody told you me not to suffer with anxiety do not watch it it's too stressful mm. um, anyway The Secret Life of Walter Mitty uh, was fantastic go and give it a watch if you're free and it's good for all the family I would have thought anyone 10 or 11 upwards could easily watch it I don't think there's any real bad language in it mm. and it's quite kind of it's very family friendly in my opinion um, I'd highly highly recommend it we haven't talked about Adam Kay have we? We haven't talked about Adam Kay. Should we do that now? Yes, and then finish. This is going to hurt. I'm going to just put it in the list. So, I was recommended by my children to watch this. Yes, and lots of people had sort of recommended mm. it online mm. um, to us. Mm. Um, ben Wishaw, unbelievably yeah. good mm. in it. He is phenomenal. Um, I've... Oddly, try to get in touch with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do this a lot when you see something yeah. you really like. You hunt them down to yeah. lay praise on but them. But he's very, very, nice very, 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 very good in it. He's very good in it. I mean, <clears throat> it's a BBC drama, but it doesn't feel like a BBC drama. It feels no. slightly higher end than that. Mm. You know, it could easily be a Netflix Amazon mm. thing. Um, it's based on a book called This Is Gonna Hurt, which lots and lots of people read. And then Adam Kay went on talks. My eldest son, Sonny, went to see him play at the St Albans Arena where... I guess he did a tour of the book where he talked about all these funny stories he'd experienced as a doctor. I've not read the book or anything like that, but I've heard loads of great things about it. It's, it's mainly d- really dark experiences. So okay. he left the medical profession. Okay. Because after what he talked about, he wouldn't have been able to really kind of stay in it. Yes, and, I bet. And I be able to save face. Mm. But he hasn't discounted. I read an interview with him the other day going back into the medical profession at some point. Oh, okay. It's obviously sort of very much still in his blood. Mm. Um, and but I somebody had sort of mentioned that they'd found it rather frustrating about Ben Wishel's kind of slight breaking the fourth wall and commenting to the camera a yes. bit like they do in Fleabag. But I really enjoyed that because it's not a lot and it's not very often. It's not very often at and all. And when is it, it is, it's not a kind of head turn; it's a slight glance at the camera, mm. where it does feel like you're in the mm. room with them. But the things that happen. It's like half of me is like, I'm never ever going to hospital ever yeah, again. Yeah. Um, and the other half is thinking it can't possibly mm. be quite like this. It can't possibly be mm. this bad. Somebody was saying that um, it's not quite as bad as that anymore, but because for, for junior doctors, life has slightly changed. Yeah, well, he's they 2006, to, this is set in. They so used to be able it, to yeah. do, s- sort of pull these 60-hour mm. shifts. Now they can't. Okay. They can't do that. They're not allowed to, yeah. No. Um, but even so, you know, we worked on that show, didn't we, um, in A&E, and and they are pulling 12-hour shifts, and I don't know, you know, I used to work an eight-hour day or a nine-hour day Mm -hmm. in an office, 12 hours, um, in, in a high Mm. stress job, which it is, is really exhausting. Mm. Yeah. Well, when I, when I had my, uh, lungs collapse, when back in, this was probably 1992. 
293. I remember the doctor coming and saying, a junior doctor is going to perform this procedure on you. Mm. And I mean, I was only 18 at the time. I mean, I wasn't in a position to say no or anything like that. I didn't, well, you didn't know I, I didn't how to know say how no, to say yeah. No or, or what the deal was. Mm. But having, you know, what looked to me like a 20-year-old boy um, coming towards me, trembling. With a scalpel. With a scalpel. I mean, he was trembling. And he punctured a hole in my chest. Fuck. And put his finger oh, in the hole into my chest. No, oh, God. Trembling at the same time. Yeah. like. <laughs> well, four other people watched, and I screamed and squealed in pain. I mean, it was horrific. Turns out he put it in the wrong place. Went straight <gasps> through my chest muscle. He should have gone in my armpit. But once he cut the hole, like it was too late. But but then what happened? Well, nothing. They just feed the tube in and stitch it in, and everything. They just put it in the wrong place. You know, I just still had to go through with it. But that's why I've got this funny scar on on my boob rather than in my armpit, <gasps> which is where it should have gone. But so while I'm watching the Adam K thing, you know, thinking, God, yeah, like when he gets that girl to do a cesarean, he says, well, you've got to start somewhere, get the scalpel, right, cut here. You just think, she's like, you know, but you think they do have to start, start somewhere. somewhere yeah. I, mean, I remember, this is no comparison, but doing my first haircut in the salon on a paying customer. Mm. And I was trembling. I'm only cutting bloody hair. But at some point, someone's going to put a scalpel in someone's body, you know. Mm. So it is brilliant, I think, the way they've portrayed all that, mm. and I'm sure it's very accurate. And also, I think that their relationships are brilliant. Me I think too. Ben Wishaw and his boyfriend's relationship is fantastic. Mm. You really can feel the love between them, but his, his job is tearing them yes, um, apart, apart. It's very slowly, kind mm. of ripping off a plaster one hair at a time. Mm. It's so painful. Yeah. And then I love his relationship with. The student doctor. Yeah, yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. So funny. I love his relationship mm. with the matron. The casting. And the head doctor, the brilliant. guy who runs oh. the department. Yeah, I've met him a couple of times the in real life. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Um, re- that's really funny and how little respect they have. Mm. And, I, and I don't think that's the same anymore either, that it's a lot more about teaching and wanting to kind of work together yes. and support each other now than it was back in the day. I think it's important to, to say it is. 15 years old mm. this and I think it's probably very different now but the other thing that I've seen criticism for is it being a bit misogynistic and then via very hierarchical where you've got these people at the top being very kind of rude to all the people and that is all filtering down but I am enjoying all of that because mm. the world is is less like that now but it was very it like was very that. like that yeah and it's also a great vehicle for humor and comedy and mm. tragedy and all the rest of it so mm. It's certainly no criticism from me that that exists in the show, but it, and when it may well be ben, for some people. I was just about to call him Wen Bishel. Ah, yeah. Wen Bishel was also very, very funny when he was quite sarcastic with mm. the um, elderly patient. Mm. And uh, oh, you know, you yes, would, yes. So doctors aren't really that sarcastic. No. But, God, he's funny. Yeah, it was very good their relationship. Yeah, so sweet, it? and she was just as sarcastic um, back. And the other thing I really like about it, anyone out there who's in this situation, is that um, it's portraying a gay relationship mm. in a really normal, yes. inclusive and brilliant way um, that very few dramas do. They either make too much of it or, or not enough of it. or they, or, or, I don't know, but it's the best thing I've seen where they've... they've well, being gay isn't, isn't the thing. They no, are, they are just it isn't. a couple. 
but they're portraying it very accurately. Yeah. I love the fact that her mum's slightly kind of sparky around it. And, yeah. And actually he's lied to his boss because he said, what about you and your girlfriend? What are you up to tonight or something? And he just says, oh yeah, we're going out for dinner. Like some of it's secret, but then some of it's private and all the rest of it. And I think certainly for young people watching that show, I think it would be a very, very nice uh, thing to see. So it gets 8.5 on IMDb. Oosh. That's good, isn't it's it? It's really good, yeah. And it's absolutely worthy of it. But um, but the only other thing, I remember, you know, Modern Family did quite a good job of normalising a gay relationship within a family unit. Um, but because this is not a comedy particularly, it really, it's really helpful, I think, especially for gay people, because they don't often see themselves represented on TV very well, I don't think. Um, but this is one of the best examples of it that I've, that I've ever seen. Uh, so this is going to hurt. On the BBC iPlayer, I think there's about eight episodes of it. They're about 49 minutes long, and it's really good. Really, really, really good. I had two other tiny little things I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it in a big way, because lots of people have talked about it and already seen it, but I'm just coming to the end of the Tinderless, Tinder Swindler. It was funny, because there's a like a, a Dutch like girl Tilda in it, and she Swinton. calls it Tinderless Swindler she, she, on a few few occasions. Um, oh my god! If you've not seen it, you've got to go and watch it. It's so good. I I saw all these memes come up on Instagram all the time of a guy sat on a private jet, and then lots of memes like DJ Fat Tony had done lots of funny memes about the Tinder swindler. But I thought oh, I'm not going to watch it. Everybody's well, watching that's how too I busy talking about it, and I, I want I didn't want to see it. But going home on the train last night was the only thing I had downloaded on my iPad, and I thought, well, I'll watch 15 minutes of it, and I was like, oh my god! I'm going to download it for I the journey home tomorrow. Love it. So I'm in the last five or six minutes of it and I just can't, I can't believe it's a true story. It's just so good. So if you are kind of sat mooching about with nothing to do or you've got an hour and a half to kill, it's on Netflix, The Tinder Swindler and what a bastard. What a bastard. What a total bastard. 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 Yeah, God. What a bastard. Unbloody believable. Um, but I was conned out of some money by somebody once. Um, Were you? Yeah, yeah, by a friend of mine who asked me to borrow money and uh, you know, asked to borrow yes. more money and all the rest of it. And I was totally sucked into the thing. And then, so a lot of people are saying about to these women who got conned, they said, are you stupid? Are you thick or something? But when you're in it in the moment, mm. once you've given a small amount of money, to reassure yourself, you give more mm. when they ask. Because you think, I've not been conned, and I'll prove this to myself by offering a little mm. bit more. It's so easy to get sucked in. Um, the other thing shocking. that I think you're like quite aware of when you hear about these types of stories, or I as a woman am, when it happens mm. to women, is that when you really love someone, you, you want to believe it Completely, so badly yeah. that... You know, and what's really sad is that they haven't just lost money. They've lost the love of their life. Yeah, yeah. Because to him, it was nothing. Mm. He was just swindling them. But to, but them, to them, it was the love of their life. It was all their dreams yeah. come true. He literally ticked every yeah. single box. And I know women that have been swizzed out of money via Facebook, via complete, yes. like, people that were completely made up. But it's, and it was also based on a kind of loving idea. Was it? Yeah, they were in love, they with, were in this love with this person and yeah. really, really, really hurt and lost and bereft mm. when it wasn't, and not about they, the money. They lost the love. They basically. lost the love. Yeah. Oh, it's a brutal, brutal mm. way way to experience uh, something like that. Mm. But um, 
I I've really enjoyed it. God. Good. And the women in it are brilliant. There's one woman in particular that, oh my God, she's so good. She's so good. And in the end, she's just got this cheeky smile on her face as if to say, I got it, you know. Don't give anything away. She didn't, away. you know, it, Don't I, give I, anything I'm not away. giving much away there. Don't give anything okay, away. Okay, but it's, God, yeah, it's just she's so good. good. So good, yeah, she's so good. Well done her, whoever she was. Um, so definitely go and watch that. Um, there's lots more to talk about. We're going to save it for next week. Yep. Um, I hope everybody's all right. Well, let's do a couple of shout-outs because we should um, say hello to a few people. Here we go. So we skipped last week. Um, so we haven't seen you. Uh, spoke to you all for a couple of weeks. So I hope you're all doing all right. Pino Dino. That's a nice name, isn't it? Great episode this week. Listen to you talk about Belfast made me want to recommend Phantom of the Open. I saw it on preview and it's excellent. Mm. So funny and amazing um, and so good. I think this is the thing that Mark Rylance is in. Ah, yes. Phantom okay. Of the Open, yeah. He looked brilliant on BBC Breakfast. Yeah, he did look the other super morning. cool, didn't I he? I mean, we were saying what a fantastic rise oh. from theatre, which, yeah. I mean, he was the king of the theatre. Yeah. Um, but to then get spotted, you said by Steven Spielberg? Yeah, he did Wolf Hall. Well, I mean, Wolf Hall and, was extraordinary. Uh, and then he got picked up by Spielberg but, to do But Bridget Wolf Spies. Hall was amazing, and it was on television, oh, and I remember looking at him thinking, my God, he's got the stillest face yeah. I have ever seen, but eyes that speak volumes. Yeah. Um, Sharon Jones says, have you watched Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire? Yeah, it's a great mix of colour and black and white. Uh, really cleverly done, like Belfast. Yeah, in yeah, Belfast. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Toby Toby yeah. Maguire really mm. came back onto my radar from Spider Man. Spidey, yeah. He was so good in that. Yeah, he is I was good, like, isn't oh, he? Oh God, you know? Toby, where's Toby Maguire been? Yeah. Um, so hello, Michael and Davina. I wanted to share this with you. Um, a podcast. Oh great. Byron Katie, the work, incredibly powerful. When oh nice, that? the work. Okay, um, so it's, this is an Instagram uh, post. Hello, dears. Join me weekly on Zoom as we do the work. Um, together, uh, we'll look at the cause of all suffering and how to end it. God, that's interesting, isn't it? God, that so, sounds amazing. Uh, Byron.Katie. Following got, now. Uh, on Instagram. Uh, she's got 305,000 followers. Um, so go and take a look at that. It looks great. But it looks like um, kind of inspirational help to deal with the suffering of existence following thank you very much for that um, oh and she loved the big chill the big chill the oh big great chill. Yeah, it was great wasn't it uh just a couple more pip marsh old <gasps> school so Such a good amazing call. so this is the I singer think, guy like, sam Ryder. we deserve to win win if sam Ryder's singing mm. we should win he is fantastic he is the most exciting eurovision entrant i think we've ever had since book fizz ever had <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Mary O'Leary. That was Follow- a joke, by the way, in case yeah. I get lynched by any. Yeah, yeah. I loved Bucks Fizz. Yes, yeah. of course, right? Okay. Um, you got to slow it down. Yeah. you, you got to move it up. up. And then I used to try and find a skirt that I could yeah. do the thing with. Me and my brother used to do it with mm. tea towels. Yeah. I used to whip his tea towel off. Oh, God, can we try that later? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Following on from all things Shackleton and the Endurance, if anyone is in London, there is a great free photographic exhibition at the Royal Geographic Society in Kensington. It has loads of photos that were taken by Frank (gasps) Hurley, who was the photographer on board Endurance. It still runs until May. The photos are amazing. I just thought listeners... Uh, Let me would take a be interested. So that's Mary O'Leary. So um, Mary, thank you because mm. Chester is going to love that. So I think since we last talked to you, Dan found the endurance. I mean, he didn't find it single-handedly. It's a whole crew on that ship out there, but um, it's unbelievable. That yeah, it was really lovely. It's utterly amazing. So happy for yeah, him. yeah. I forgot we haven't spoken to everybody since then. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, it's been two weeks, and that is really, really something to be I really, so proud. I, I didn't of. think he was going to find it. I mean, loads of people have tried to find it and no one's found it. So I was like, no way, you found did, it. I did feel like he deserved mm. more recognition for it. Uh, yes, um, but I guess as a, as a whole team of people doing But I'd love to see yes. him on the BBC because he's not been on the BBC for ages for all sorts of different reasons. But for him to go off and do his own history hit and all the rest of it and have this huge success mm. and then the BBC to go, mm, can we get an interview with you, Dan? I think, yeah. You can have an interview with him. Mm. Um, it's unbelievably brilliant. Congratulations to him. He has a history platform called the History Hit TV, and I think the documentary is already on that platform. So it's, I think it's about five ninety nine a month. So even if you just get it for a month to so go and watch the documentary on on finding the endurance, I think it's, it's absolutely it. money well spent. Mm. Okie cokey. Let's do one one more because this Julie. Geldard. Geldard. See, that looks like Julie Garland to my dyslexic mind. And that's why I thought, oh my God, Julie Garland has messaged us. Let's read it out. (laughs) Hope you're both good. I have another recommendation. I'd like to mention, it's an Instagram account you probably know, but I don't remember you mentioning. It's called, what's that called? Probably Tomfoolery. It's the account of Thomas Roberts, who wrote the incredible poem, The Great Realisation, during the pandemic in 2020. It went viral and it's brilliant. Uh, this year he's doing a poem a day and they are so good. Always topical, funny and presented brilliantly by Thomas. I'd highly recommend dipping in. So probably Tom Foolery. Um, so let's have a little look. There you go. I'm here. I can't hear it. Oh, I know. What a lovely... Something's going right. With each new day you don't face war where you're not forced to stand and fight and though we strive to make things better and pound our fists with all our might remember how lucky you are that on your street the cars aren't set alight but here's my question what are you supposed to do when you see a dreadful sight when the news brings days and days of drone strikes the types to terrorize and smite when you see families fearfully fleeing and your chest fills up so tight, it's hard to say and not look away in the face of other people's plight. But here's my poem for the day, the type to give hope that must ignite. It's about Marina Ovsyanikova, who I only heard about last night, an editor for Channel One in Russia who asked... Ah. Oh, amazing. Um, I'm going to follow that straight away. Yeah, me it too. sounds great. Quite young as well. I was expecting yes. an older guy. As soon as you say poetry, you think of John. And he's Cooper got one hundred and forty-five thousand followers. Wow! So he's making an enormous impact oh with God, what he's doing. Look at his page as well. Isn't that great? I think um, that. Very, very, very um, good. That was really, really amazing. Thank you, Julie Geldard. 
or Garland, as I will now Judy always Garland. call you. Yeah, um, that's really good. Uh, on a very light note, because mm-hmm. that was extremely um, mm-hmm. intelligent and um, highbrow, verbose and highbrow. Um, I would like to say go and check out the Inspired Unemployed. We've recommended them mm. before on Instagram. They have done a very, very funny video about getting a coffee. <laughs> they? There you go. I'm going to end with that. <laughs> We'll see you next week. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.